Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to a long, I guess, long time no see. Um, welcome to a new episode of Tea Time with Lara. It's me, Lara. And I, I don't know. I feel like podcasting a little bit. I haven't podcasted in a long time. It's also like twelve twenty a.m. So maybe that's why I'm like podcasting a little bit too much too hard today i don't know um today's topic i guess is something that i want to talk about was like finding finding happiness finding your happiness i feel like i don't know i've been thinking about this a lot lately because different parts of my life are affecting different like emotions and i'm somebody who feels extreme emotions a lot especially if it's about something that i care about like, and I don't, I don't know if this is a, how do I say this without sounding like an idiot? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, but I guess when it comes to, like, rejection, I tend to avoid rejection because I'm so scared of rejection itself, and not necessarily rejecting, like, got, getting rejected by people in terms of, like, whether or not I like them, um, but rather, like, more, like, rejections in my everyday life. Like, I won't go and try out for the softball team because I'm like, what if I don't make the team? Laura, what if you don't make the team? I think over the years, like, I've gotten more comfortable with realizing, like, if I don't, then, like, there's alternatives. Like, I'm not gonna die. And even if I really do care about it, I can try something new and find something else that I also care about. And... For me, I'm a person who, like, works best when I'm focusing on one particular thing in my life. And I feel like it's easier for me to end up focusing on something in my life and have it, like, not go the way that I planned it to go or the way that I wanted it to go so badly. And then, like, fall apart because of that. And it's happened quite a few times, and so it's, like, something I expect of myself. But recently, I've been realizing, like, a lot of things don't go my way, and instead of, like, expecting, like, oh no, like, this was part of my plan, I just, like, sit there and I'm like, well, how does this make me feel right now? And I let myself feel those feelings, I process that, and then I try to think about, like, what's, like, an alternative? I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta feel those, like, horrible emotions that just overtake you like a wave. And, like, recently... Sorry, my nose is, like, really itchy. It's really dusty in my room. But, um, I don't know. I'm just thinking about, like, different areas of my life and times when I've, like, expected too much. And I think that that's probably one of the biggest problems is that I've expected too much. You know? Like, recently I applied for something and I didn't get it. I didn't get the position. And I was... Didn't feel so bad. But I thought that was really interesting because, like, I was I was so sure that I was going to get it in the beginning. Like, while I was applying, I was like, oh, like, maybe, you know, I have, like, a pretty solid application. I'm missing some things, but, like, I have a pretty solid application right here. Sorry, I'm just like, <laughs> there's some coins on my desk, so I'm, like, rearranging them as I talk. But I didn't. And then I was like, huh, how does this really make me feel? And I didn't feel as bad as I thought I'd felt 
I would feel I felt like I didn't feel sad I sort of was impassive about it and maybe I haven't processed it fully yet but it wasn't something that was super important to me it seems maybe there was more important things there are more important things going on I don't know but I realized like they're just I don't know and also when you expect a lot out of people and you don't get what you expected it hurts and so like I mean I've sort of worked around that hurting and it's less of like a hurting and more of like a it hurts but also I don't know it is painful when you expect something out of someone and you don't receive that so little by little I've been trying to figure out what it means to like have no expectations like actually have no expectations for somebody and I guess that means to me is like what it means to me is to not focus as much on the person or whatever actions that they're doing or just not focus in general on it at all like not not care about it like of course I would care about it I guess I'm trying to like reconcile that with like trying like trying not to be hurt because unfortunately I don't necessarily have the time to be hurt about these things like I have other areas of my life that I kind of have to focus on and in a way I'm like being productive about like managing my feelings which isn't always the best thing to do I think sometimes you gotta just like feel it out but I don't have time to feel it out I don't have like all this energy to waste on feeling it out and so like I guess I maximize my allotted time I give myself time to feel it out I feel it out and then I move on as fast as possible I mean I don't really know how like good or healthy the cycle is and if I should continue to do it I just think it's like an unfair um an unfair consequence of working and living as a person in this day and age like you kind of have to be productive about like your feelings and your emotions and you kind of have to be productive about like the ways in which you manage these feelings and emotions which is all very weird and all very nuanced to think about I guess I mean the process of like being happy staying happy I think I've grown in a sense where I don't completely fall apart if my expectations aren't being met and I also don't expect my expectations to be met either which I think is something so strange because I used to have such expectations for how things were supposed to go and as soon as I like attempted to not have expectations things like I was so much more happier with like results and outcomes of things because I like felt the genuine happiness like I wasn't happy that something was being fulfilled or something was going according to plan I was happy because I was surprised by whatever was in front of me I feel like all my life this has to do with like I guess I don't know if MBTI even is like like the Meyer Briggs Meyer what is it called Meyer Briggs test question mark but the 16 personalities one I mean I've for most of my life I've been for well when I first took the test like ever I was an ENFJ I believe which the J part makes sense because I was like a very big planner I was what like 13 14 or ish 
was at the beginning of high school and I I was a big planner like if things didn't go according to my plan I was like oh my god like friendships had to go one way school things had to go another way I wasn't prepared to take on take like to take on the unexpected in a way where if I entered realms that I was familiar with I wasn't ready to face unexpected situations in those familiar realms and I don't know it took me a long time but then I guess after COVID happened you kind of only could put one foot in front of the other you didn't really like no one I mean the future was so uncertain for literally everybody around the world all at once and I guess it was my first time experiencing like an uncertain future because I was always like okay I'm gonna graduate high school but then there's like the prospect of like death and thinking about like not being able to live because I catch something and I die because I'm like at risk for that it was really scary at first and I was like really terrified and I guess that's when my personality type started to shift from a J to a P which is prospecting I think J is judging a P is prospecting and from what I read like it's more of like you take things one step, step at a time and you um, just allow things to take its course, which is much more like peaceful and healing for your own self. And I think after the original pandemic was over and the vaccine came out and I could like envision a future, I started like getting this like hope. It's, I mean, yeah, it's like kind of really sad, but there was a hope that, you know, I had a future and I could have a future and I could like live and breathe and like see people without masks on and stuff like that like that was a possibility which I didn't even think could be a possibility in the slightest like it was just crazy to me like I was it was blowing my mind I was like you know this is actually insane and that's I feel like that's when I started shifting back to like a sort of judging personality because then I could like plan my life out in steps and I noticed that more not last school year but more like at the end of 2021 is when i was like very much like a planner like it had to be this way it has to be this way we have to talk this time i have to like blah blah blah. um (laughs) i sound like an idiot i'm so tired but like when it came to interacting with friends and friendships and like other kinds of like relationships within like classrooms and clubs and stuff I was like I had so many expectations for how things were supposed to go and then I realized like I don't know when exactly I realized it but I realized it like I guess after I turned 16 so I don't know I don't I don't know how to explain this but after I turned 16 a screw like came loose like I don't know what it was but suddenly I was so I don't know I was so ready to do everything that I wasn't ready to do just like a week prior like I was thinking about being alone um and like for most of my life I've surrounded myself with people I've spent time with people doing people things but I've never thought like let me go to an aquarium by myself let me go on a walk by myself because I was always a child there were always like dangers to that and I mean there still are complete dangers right now but I lost the fear. I lost the initial fear of what if this and this happens. 
because if I were to try to do that, I would be so scared that I wouldn't be able to like fully enjoy whatever it was I was doing, like taking a walk by myself. How could I enjoy that if I was afraid something was going to happen to me on my walk? But I suddenly I lost that fear of being afraid of something happening to me on a walk. I walk a lot of places by myself now with the company of my music. I'm a lot less self-conscious when it comes to walking by myself or doing things by myself. Even though it's like resurfacing, but I think everyone, you know, has their fluctuations, their cycles, their times, you know, and whatnot. But I think that that was something that really interested me because it actually added to my happiness. Like, in doing so, I was able to just allow myself to have time to think about things that I didn't want to necessarily discuss all the time but I was they were on my mind and I wanted to think them out for myself and in doing that I was able to focus on what makes me happy and what I guess what what things I want to talk out with myself like I don't know developing my relationship with myself has been super vital to pretty much understanding the way that I view happiness and the way that I view internal and external happiness and all of that I think happiness is like it's not a like I don't know I don't know how to explain it like I've experienced a state of apathy where you feel like dull almost like there's no nothing and that's not ever how I want to ever go back to feeling not ever never I don't know how many negated words I just said (laughs) that was like my kids anyways what I meant is I don't want to return to that. Never. I never, ever, ever, ever want to return to that state. And so, like, I guess for me, happiness isn't a state of, like, giddy, joyful feeling. Although I felt a lot. I haven't felt joy, like, for a long time. No, that's a lie. What I meant to say was that I haven't felt the kind of joy that lasts very long because like all other emotions it's very fleeting but i think that for me happiness is when you feel sort of content and you feel like things like excitement and you feel like i don't know you feel almost that you're you're fully enjoying whatever whatever's in front of you like that for me is a happy life if i am enjoying exactly what is in front of me if i'm completely processing it I'm doing things when I want to do them. Um, I'm doing things that are good for me. I'm taking care of myself. (coughs) 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 Oh my god, that was a really painful cough. I think I need to go to sleep. I think that's what is wrong with me. I think I need to go to bed. But, yeah, sort of stuff like that happiness i mean what is happiness i'm gonna leave you with that question i know it's a very difficult question to answer trust me i have tried answering this question so many times and i mean my own definition is just like as we view happiness as a society um it is the state of being able to fully feel to the degree and fully savor the human experience and the human life to not be miserable all of the time, to not be 
jumping for joy and leaping for joy all of the time to have a balance of both to enjoy that balance and to enjoy the the course in which your way your the course in which your life is playing out rolling down the hill yeah anyways it is the end of this podcast episode it is also the end of march which is pretty darn scary to me at least i don't know because it's already april april fun fact april used to be my favorite month um and i mean it still is i like the number four and i like how it's like i don't know because my birthday is on a fourth of a month (laughs) it's on the fourth of october um but i just find the number four so i don't know i don't know what my obsession with april is maybe it's because like when cherry blossoms blossom they blossom in april but don't they also don't they blossom in may like i don't know where i'm getting all this skewed information from but i don't know anyways in my mind i just always loved april and i think i'm gonna change my favorite month to august actually because there's something about like august that i love it's not even the weather in august it's just august in general like it is such a pleasantly fun month i've had so much fun because it's like the last month before you go off to school so like everybody's doing things you do everything in august you have so much fun in august i don't know i've had so much fun in august i've never had a boring august and even if i have i was a home buddy and like that was fun august is such a good month so that's what i'm gonna leave you with august is a great month august is steadily approaching in four months um but in i mean what two months we're out of school so that should be something that everyone should look forward to being out of school and august but august is the end of the summer so i guess you'd like go back to school then i don't want to think about that but i love august so i mean june is a nice month too july july is a little scary july is a little too hot for me um she's cute though all the summer months are cute i love i love them but i think my spring allergies are starting up again so that is fun how are you guys doing i hope you guys are doing wonderful and i hope you have a wonderful morning evening afternoon night whenever you're listening to this um yeah i'm gonna go to sleep but thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i know it's been so long so yeah have a great one